Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. We welcome the best choir on planet Earth, our impact choir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, give the Lord a shout. Amen. Yeah. Bible says he holds, he sustains the universe by the word of his power. Jesus is at the center of everything. Hallelujah. Yeah, we want to worship him. We want to bless his name. Hallelujah. Amen.
And he's been doing a lot of marvelous things in our lives. This morning, we have a quick, short, but very powerful testimony. We want to welcome one of our sisters whom the Lord has been good to, to share with us what God has done in her life. Let's put our hands together and welcome our sister, Sharon Nelson. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I remember one Wednesday service, I came to church, and then during the second offering, Bishop asked that if you have 100 cities or 50 cities, come forward. And... That day, I actually didn't have much. So I just looked into my bag and I saw a 50 CDs note that I decided to give it. When I went forward to give the money, um, Bishop just blessed me and said, may your husband love you. I smiled and then I said, amen. Then I went to sit down. That, that very week, so that was Wednesday. On Friday, my husband came home with a gift. It was two tops. And then I looked at the price. Then I asked him, did you actually buy this at this price? I just couldn't believe it because I felt it was just too much. Then I was, I, I just didn't know what to say. So I said, thank you. But then it didn't stop there. It kept coming. My God. It kept coming. It kept coming, and sometimes I get so embarrassed because I, I feel it was just too much. But I think God was just trying to show me that when he says he'll bless you, he'll bless you. And then, um, then, he, then he said he wanted to travel. He was going to Dubai, and I said, I didn't ask to go, but he said, would you want to come? Then I said, yes. But I hadn't, my passport had expired, so I had to redo a new one. Then he he gave me the money to go and do it and then it was a bizarre situation getting my passport done but eventually when I had my passport done I had three days left of my holidays and everything to, to travel then I spoke to daddy about it and he said I should just flow and go then um, he, I called my husband in Dubai he said I can come if I, if I really want to come I should come then my, the, the ticket I got was I had to pay an extra money for my ticket because what I had before was, was gone. So I topped up and then he paid for that one and then I went. At the airport, when I was going, a lady who was checking me in looked at my passport and asked me what I was going to do in Dubai. I said, oh, I'm just going to tour. And then she said, how, how many days am I spending? And I said, three days. Then she just looked at me like, three days in Dubai? And she said, wow. It was then that it dawned on me that it's not everybody who gets the opportunity to just spend three days outside Ghana. Wow. <laughs> so then we went to Dubai. And then the surprises never stopped. And I think the Lord was just showing me how faithful he was. And I'm so grateful. I'm thankful to Daddy for encouraging me and to you realize Mommy that Carol. As she's even saying it, she, she, she's overwhelmed. Wow. Believe the prophetic word. Hallelujah. God bless you so much, Sister Sharon. Thank you so much. You see, don't, the casual things that the prophet says, God backs it and confirms it. Hallelujah. Well, I have a very quick, short testimony. On Monday, I was driving to Mampong. 
I had to do a few things there. And typically, well, I've had an accident before, so I promised myself never to go above 100, no matter how clear the freeway is. So I tried to stick to it. Now, that morning, as I was, I, 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 for some reason, I wanted to use my wife's car. Now, I had a very nice turning point service CD, an anointing service that I've listened to a lot of times, and I think that's my favorite one. So I drove out with my wife's car. Then somehow I stopped outside the gate because I remembered the CD. And I, so the engine was still running. I got down, went into the house, got my key, and then pulled out the CD from, from my, my CD drive and then went back to sit down in the car, slotted it in, and I, I was praying as I was going. Now, I was going with a, a group of people, so they were driving behind me. And I'm very sure. You see, what happened was I felt that, let me just drive slowly and pray. You wouldn't believe that I was driving at 60 kilometers. I was literally crawling. And, and you wonder that what is happening to this man. Now, we had almost reached there. When we got there, there was a place called Tutu. I don't know how many of you know that. When I got there, you wouldn't believe what happened. There, there's a school on the left side, and there were some school children. I think they had clothes. I don't know what. But a group of them had crossed the road. I mean, everything was clear. There was nobody in sight. Suddenly, it looked like one of them had been left behind. And the guy just came dashing from... I mean, the next thing we saw, he had just run from behind the building right across the road, right in front of me. I, I slammed the brakes. I, I mean, you know when the car screeches? I mean, you could literally hear it. And then I just sat. We, we, I, my hands were shaking because the, we, we couldn't see the guy. I knew that this one, yeah, I... For, for about like a few seconds, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, and then suddenly the person gets up and then runs across the road. And I realize that the person is okay. Then I parked my car. And the villagers started coming out. You no, know, from everywhere. Then they said, Where's the driver? Where's the driver? Hmm. <laughs> so I also had to make sure that you see that did I, did I run over the guy or the car just touched him? What, what was the problem? So I walked straight to where the guy was, tried to examine him, everything was, but he was shocked. And then the people came, are you the driver? They said, yes, driver, cheer me, cheer me. He said, if you were going one kilometer per hour faster than the way you literally would have run over, because the way they described the thing, the guy was lying under my, my, because with the shock, he fell. And when he fell, I came and the front of the, the, the bonnet was over him. And that, that's where I stopped. Just a, a little movement, I would have run over the guy. I, I thank the Lord so much for his numerous deliverances through the word of his prophets. And this morning, not through WhatsApp, not through somebody bringing you greetings on his behalf, but in flesh and blood, the prophet of the Lord, after preaching, teaching, and healing in the nations, is back home with us. Put your hands together. And let us welcome the bishop and the prophet and
together give the Lord a shout hallelujah wow what a joy what a blessing to see you this morning I've missed you so much wow 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 it's good to see you amen well I bring you greetings from the US and Canada hallelujah Amen. Had some wonderful times there. And uh, the Lord is moving mightily in the churches over there. Amen. And I see you being the next person also going there for a powerful conference in Jesus' name. Amen. So we bless the Lord and a big thank you to Pastor Geraldo for doing a great work. I hear it's not been easy here. Hallelujah. We thank God for everything. Amen. How many of you are voting on Wednesday? You are voting. Wow. Charlie, you need to go and cast your lot. It's very, very important. But I believe that we're going to have a good time. God will keep us as a nation. God will watch over us as a nation. And at the end of the day, Ghana will win in Jesus' name. Yeah, you thought I was going to say somebody was going to win, you see. <laughs> anyway, we bless the Lord. We want to take our memory verse for today and then uh, we will move on. Our memory verse is from 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17. Okay, this morning I heard somebody saying, Inele Koko. I said, okay, uh, let's see. All right, so can we take it together? Ready, go. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Amen. So this is a kind of Galatians 6, 6 type of uh, scripture. Amen. So let's take it one more time. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. Are we okay? Oh. One last one. Okay, one last one. All right. Okay, let's take it one more time. Ready, go. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Okay, so I think we can take it, okay? Ready, go. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Let the elders rule well, 
be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who in word and in doctrine. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Amen. All right. Beautiful. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Let's just bless the Lord. Oh, yes. At the center of it all, it's you that we seek, oh God. It's you that we seek, Lord. At the center Thank you, Lord Jesus. It oh, yes, Lord. It's you that I seek. Oh, tell the Lord this morning. It's you that I seek. At the center of it all, Lord. You're the one we seek. At the center of it all. It's you that I seek. Oh, it's you that I seek. It's you that I seek. Mm, there's power. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. Miracles happen in your name. As we lift our voice in praise. We lift our voice in praise. Oh, it's you that I see. Oh, it's you that I see. At the center of it all, lift up your hands to the Lord this morning. At the center of it all, oh, it's you that I see. Oh, it's you that I see. At the center of it all, yes, Lord. At the center of it all, oh, it's you that I see. Oh, it's you that I see. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. It's you that I see. Oh, it's you that I see. Oh, you are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are stronger, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are greater, greater than the greatest. You are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are stronger, stronger than the
Father, we bless you. We worship you, Lord. Indeed, at the center of it all, Lord, you are the one we're looking for. May every heart that is seeking for you today find you. May no one leave here the same, O oh God. We ask, O oh God, that you will be the center of everything that we do. Even, Lord, we want to commit this week unto you. We declare that it's going to be a good week. As the nation votes to elect a president, Father, we ask that your spirit will be with us to guide us and to keep us. May no weapon of the enemy fashioned against us prosper. In the name of Jesus, may Ghana continue to enjoy the peace that is enjoying. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. All right. Hallelujah. Well, today is um, our Healing Jesus uh, campaign fundraising service. Amen. Hallelujah. So we intend to raise some funds to support the Healing Jesus Crusade. I'm sure you've all been watching. Uh, if you've not been watching, you've heard what is going on in Zimbabwe. The nation is being washed with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, I believe that it's a great work that is going on and we need to support it. And thank God it's our own father, Bishop Dagwood Mills, who is preaching. Some of you are not excited about it. I can feel you. Hallelujah. So we're going to try and raise some funds to support it. And I believe that you're going to give your support to it. Amen. We may not be able to go there, but our money can go there. Hallelujah. So I'm just informing you, just in case you were not here last week or something like that, so that you prepare your heart for it. Amen. So um, this morning also is our communion Sunday. So... I just want to preach about the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn with me to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Okay. So you can title the message, the blood of Jesus. Um, yeah, I think earlier on I said the power of the blood, but I don't know uh, whichever one works. The blood of Jesus. Okay. Luke chapter 10. It's a familiar passage I want to read, I'm sure. You all know it, and I'm reading from verse 30. The Bible says that in Jesus answering, said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Mercy on priests. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, somebody say a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds 
pouring in oil and wine and set him on his beasts and brought him to an inn and took care of him and on the morrow when he departed he took out two pence gave them to their host and said unto him take care of him and whatsoever thou spendest more when i come again i will repay thee which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves. And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. Amen. Well, uh, I, I, I love this story about the Good Samaritan. I'm sure anybody who went through Sunday school must have heard the story of the Good Samaritan. The story of the Good Samaritan and um, all that took place is basically the story of our lives. You know, that there was a man who was traveling. And every one of us, we are traveling. We are doing some kind of traveling. We are on a journey. (laughs) I don't know which journey you are on, but everyone is on some kind of journey. And uh, we are trying to get somewhere. You know, and you start with good intentions with good mind and good plans and good ideas to get to the other side. But things happen on the way. A lot of issues and problems. The Bible says that man born of a woman is what? Is is a few days and full of trouble. Eh? Job 14. Is that a Job 14 one? A few days, so a few days that we are trying to journey on this earth. But it is full of trouble. Hey! How many have had some troubles in your life before? Wow! Unless you are not born of a woman. (laughs) Is there anybody here you are not born of a woman? You are not born of a woman. But it says that man that is born of a woman. Come on now. There will be problems. There will be troubles. Hey! So, there are troubles and there are problems. And so, this man also on his journey also encounters some troubles and problems. And, and many times when you have troubles and problems, you're looking for help. You're looking for somebody who can help you. But usually help doesn't come that easily. The people that you expect to help you, they disappoint you. Some of you have expected your uncle to send you something from Amanone. Abroad, isn't it? But they disappointed you. Nobody minded you. Yeah. And so all the problems that you're having, it may be medical problem. It may be financial problem. It may be marital problem. It may be what? Spiritual problem. What problem? Beloved dozing problem. Hey! Father, bless these choristers. As they sing for you, may they be seen by somebody. In Jesus' name. Very soon you shall be sitting here also. (laughs) Hallelujah. But... You will find that there's nobody to help. And this man also found himself in a problem, fell among thieves, 
and nobody was there. Levites were passing, priests were passing. Nobody will help this man, you know, until there came along a good Samaritan to help him. We always need that good Samaritan to come our way to help. And when that good Samaritan comes, he brings a change. When the good Samaritan came this man's way, his life changed. A lot of things worked out for him. He became a better person. You know, and that's basically us. You know, when you look at our lives and um, how even man started, the fact that the Bible says that man sinned, you know, which was the beginning of all our problems. Because sin is the doorway to problems. The Bible says that Babylon has become the habitation of devils because of the fornication that she was committing in Revelation chapter 18. So sin always opens the door for evil to come into our lives. The devil cannot come in until sin comes in. And he came in at that time to kind of deceive Eve and he managed to get them to sin. And then sin came in and then the trouble started. So the Bible says that when God came on the scene, he asked them, what is this that you have done? Because you have opened the door for a whole lot of things to come in. They became exposed all of a sudden because they were covered. When you are not operating in sin, you are covered. Your life is covered. Sin always exposes you. And that is why we must move away from sin. Once you sin, you open the door for the devil to come into your life. Yeah. But the Bible says that when they sin and the enemy came in and destruction started, when God came their way, he said, what have you done? You see, when you are exposed, like this man who was on this road, he was also exposed. He was not covered, he was not protected. His life was exposed and he had thieves attacking him. So God said to Adam and Eve, what you have done, you have opened the door for the enemy to attack you. And things are going to happen. So when the good Samaritan came and saw this man and took him, the Bible says that he did two things. First of all, he poured oil into his wounds. And then secondly, he poured wine. Now, the oil is symbolic of the anointing and the spirit of God. Hallelujah. And the wine is symbolic of the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. These are the two things we need for our life's journey. The anointing and the oil. When you read the Bible in Leviticus 14 and verse 14... The Bible says that, and the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. Verse 15, and the priest shall take some of the log of oil, and pour it into the palm of his own left hand, 
16, and the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and sprinkle the oil seven times. So you find that the combination of the blood and the oil has been the thing that God put in place. So once you have the blood and you have the oil, you are there. I see the blood of Jesus covering you and protecting you. So these are the things that we need. And, and this man, because of these two things, his life was made whole again. Anybody going on a journey of life, without Jesus and without his blood, you are exposed. And the enemy can attack you at any time. So what Jesus did was that he came to pay the price for you and I. When man sinned, God put in place something that will restore man to himself again. So when you read Genesis chapter 3, the Bible says that God sacrificed a lamb. And that is where the sacrifice began. When he sacrificed the lamb, he was trying to say that this is the price that must be paid for the redemption of my people. And the blood that was shed at that time began the whole process. So the blood was shed at the very beginning in Genesis chapter 3 to symbolize redemption from sin and the hold of the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. So anytime the blood comes on you, know that redemption is coming. Hallelujah. Without the blood, there is no redemption. Bible says, 1 Peter 1 verse 18 to 19, it says that we know that we were not purchased with corruptible things like silver and gold. But the Bible says that we were purchased with the blood. The precious blood of Jesus Christ. So that blood that was shed in Genesis chapter 3 started the whole process. The whole process of our redemption. The whole process of our forgiveness. The whole process of God cleansing us from our sin. Hallelujah. So the first thing you need for the blood to do for you is that the blood will cleanse you from all your sins. Hallelujah. Today as we partake of the blood, may anything that the enemy will have against you, may the blood of Jesus wash it away from you. In the name of Jesus. When the blood cleanses you, the enemy may come, but he will not find anything against you. That's what the blood does. Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. The second thing we learn, and I just want to preach for the next five minutes and finish because we have so many things to do today. The second thing we see is that in Genesis chapter 4, the Bible says that we see another side of the blood and what the blood can do. The Bible says that when Cain murdered his brother Abel, the Lord appeared to him and he said to him, the voice of your brother's blood is speaking. It's coming up to me. So we learn at that point that the blood also speaks. Oh, I don't know what I'm speaking to somebody here. The blood also speaks. So in Hebrews chapter 12, 
verse 22, the Bible says that for ye are come to Mount Zion, you have come to the heavenly Jerusalem, you have come to an innumerable company of angels, you have come to uh, the righteous judge of all. And the Bible says that we've come to the blood of sprinkling, in verse 24, that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Hallelujah. So the blood of Abel speaks vengeance, but the blood of Jesus Christ speaks restoration, speaks deliverance. And today the blood is speaking for somebody here. I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but as you partake of the communion, may the blood of Jesus speak for you. Some of you, the enemy is accusing you of some things and you cannot answer for yourself. But I came to tell you, the blood of Jesus is going to speak for you today. As you partake of the blood, may the blood speak for you in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout the blood. The blood will speak for you. The blood speaks. Whatever you have lost this year, give me some volume. Whatever you have lost this year, I came to announce to you that the blood is going to speak in this month of December. Everything is going to be restored back to you in the name of Jesus. December is going to be a period of restitution for somebody. Restitution is not just restoration. But restitution is giving back to you what you lost at today's market value. God is giving back to you whatever you lost at today's market value if you believe it shout yes because restoration will only give you what you lost and that is why the bible says that the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy but jesus said i am come that you might have life that one is restoration but have it more abundantly that is restitution Oh, I thought somebody was going to give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says in these times. That give and it shall be given back unto you. That is restoration. But good measure, press down, shake it together, and running over. That is restitution. I came to announce to you by Acts chapter 3 and verse 20 and 21 there's going to be a restitution in your life as you partake of the communion may whatever you have lost this year be restored back to you in Jesus name if you believe it can I hear a shout unto God hallelujah amen so the blood cleanses us of all our sin it's good the blood also restores us. The blood speaks for us. Today, as you partake of the communion, believe it that the blood is speaking for me. The blood is speaking for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Exodus chapter 12, no, in Genesis chapter 22, we see once again what the blood does. The Bible says in verse 15, is it 15 or maybe 13? Maybe let's start from verse 11. That Abraham, when he was going to sacrifice his son, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, verse 12, lay not your hand upon the lad. He said, don't do anything, seeing that you have not withheld your son from me. Verse 
13, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him, a ram caught in a thicket by the horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Verse 14 says, And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said today in the mount uh, of the Lord, it shall be seen. Hallelujah. The third thing that the blood does for us is that the blood takes our place so that you don't need to sacrifice your blood. Yeah. That is why you cannot just die. I'm declaring that you are going to enter 2017. Any blood-sucking demon that is waiting to take your blood, I came to declare to somebody here that enough blood has been shed already on the cross. So you don't need to shed your blood. You will live and not die in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout yes. The blood will keep you. The blood will protect you. The blood will watch over you. You will not need to shed blood. Enough blood has been shed. Give somebody a high five and tell the person, enough blood has been shed. Oh, give another person a high five. Tell him, enough blood has been shed. Enough blood has been shed. Enough blood has been shed. Your blood does not need to be shed again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Any witch, any demon, any demon, any evil spirit, any wizard who wants to suck your blood, I came to announce to you, it will not work in the name of Jesus because the blood of Jesus has taken your place. In Jesus' name, shout yes. Hallelujah. The Lord said to Abraham, you don't need to sacrifice your son. I have made provision already. I came to announce to you, God has already made provision. Provision for your miracle. Provision for your breakthrough. Provision for your blessing. Provision for your food. Whatever you need in this month, provision has been made. As you partake of the communion, believe that provision has been made. Shout yes. Hallelujah. The fourth thing you need to know about the blood, because my time is up. And we see it in Exodus chapter 12. The Bible says that when the Israelites were moving out of Egypt, the Lord sent Moses to give them a word. In verse 3, the Bible says that, quickly, speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this man they shall take unto them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next door <laughs> uh, take it and share it according to the number of the souls. You see, God is so interested in each and every one of us. And the blood is not just shed for just one person, but everyone, the blood is shed for you according to the number of the souls. So the Bible says in verse 12, he said, Verse 12. 
For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. And I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all. Verse 13. It says that, and the blood shall be to you for a token. Upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood. And when I see the blood. I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I see the blood. When I see the blood. The first thing you need to understand is that the blood will protect you and your household. Oh, I thought somebody was going to receive this one. I see protection coming for you and your household. Not just one person, not just two, but the Bible says, according to the number of souls in the house, everyone in your house, everyone in your house, that means your father, your mother, your uncle, your auntie, your sisters, your brothers, your cousins, everyone in the house, the blood of Jesus is covering everyone. If you believe it, shout yes. The blood is covering you. Protection for you and your household. Protection. Protection. I remember some years ago, we we had this house help who came to our house. I don't know what she was coming to do. But when she came, that very day, we were looking for her, we couldn't find her. Then we found out that she was standing in the sitting room. And she was carrying her bag on her head. And she was saying, Meko, 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 Meko. I said, hey, what is the problem? I said, me to me to I cannot stay in this house. Meko means I will go. Today I came to this thing. Oh, Mashata Banda. Ikanabandoli Katabaya. The things that are fighting you in your house. The demons, the spirits, they will see the blood. They will see the blood. They will see the blood. And they will say, Mecca, put hands together. Give the Lord a shh. Give five people a high five and tell them, Mecca. Tell them, Obeko. Ah, when they see the blood, You and your household, you and your household, you and your household. I see protection, protection from evil, protection from the plagues, protection from the trust of the enemy. You will be protected. Lift your hand and shout, Yeah! Hallelujah! Obeko. <laughs> Yay! Finally, the Bible says that the life is in the blood. When you partake of the blood, you have life. The things that the enemy brings, the attacks of the enemy, and all the things that came to this man. On that journey from Jerusalem to Jericho was only to bring death to his life. But when the wine was poured, when the oil was poured, life came back to this man.
Because the Bible says in Leviticus 17 verse 11, Hey, the life is in the blood. I came to announce to you, as you partake of the communion today, life is coming to you in the name of Jesus. So when Jesus instituted the communion in John 6, 48, he said to the people, take this body, take this wine, take this bread, take this wine. He said, I'm the bread of life. 49. He says that your fathers did eat manna and they are dead. 50. He says that, but this is the bread which is coming from heaven. That a man may eat thereof and not die. I don't know what the doctors have said to you, but I came to announce to you, you are going to partake of the communion. You shall live and not die. Hallelujah. Some wizards who were converted from, from, they, they, they came to give a testimony at a full gospel businessman meeting. They said, the songs that the church sing, we, we, are, we, we don't fear any of the songs. They said, but the song that they sing, we don't like at all. So when they sing, there is power, power, wonder, working power in the blood of the Lamb. Oh, there is Wonder working power. Oh, in the blood. wash away your sin oh I thought somebody would shout the blood I said what can wash away your sin what can speak for you when you can't speak for yourself what can protect you when you cannot protect yourself what can take your place when you have to die but that thing will take your place what can give you life when you are about to die can I hear somebody shout the blood? The blood. It's only the blood. Only the blood. When the blood is applied, you see, that is why there must be a good Samaritan to send the blood. Thank God. That in Bishop Daggy, what Mills, we have a good Samaritan sending the blood. May we support this work and may we stand by this work in Jesus' name. Lift up your hands. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood. Oh. The land. Oh, oh, there is power, 
Yes, that blood will give you life, that blood will give you healing, that blood will protect you. Oh, yes, that blood will wash away your sins. And today, if you're here, maybe somebody invited you, but you're not saved, you're not born again. The only thing that can restore us back to God is the blood. Today you are here, you are not born again, you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want this blood to wash away your sin. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need this blood to cleanse me. I need this blood to wash me. Today if you are here like that, you want the blood to wash you. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. Wherever you are, I need you to lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. You want to say today, I need Jesus in my life. I need the blood of Jesus to cleanse me. Lift up your right hand. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Today is the day of your salvation. Today, let the blood of Jesus cleanse you. God bless you. I see your hands. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to me in front of you. Come. Come. We're going to pray together. Come all the way. Oh, there is power. Oh, power. Oh, wonder. Oh, clap for them as they come. In the precious blood. Come to Jesus. There is power. God bless you. Come all the way. Come to Jesus. Today is your day of salvation. Let the blood cleanse you. Let the blood wash you. God bless you. Come. Come to Jesus. Yes. Those of you in front, I need you to lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And I want you to pray this prayer after me. It's a simple prayer. Just want to lead you to pray. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. If you pray this prayer, the blood of Jesus 
has cleansed you from all sin. Amen. Do you believe it? Yes. Wonderful. That is why today you can join us to partake of the communion. Amen. Because in the sight of God, you have been made whole. So we're going to take the communion. Sons of God. Can we serve them? If you have it, just hold on. We're going to take it together. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. In the spirit, we are young. And will live forever. Sons of God, here's holy word. Gather round the table. also brought your own communion elements you want to lift it up we're going to pray lift up the bread father we bless you for these communion elements we declare oh god that this is no longer bread and wine but it's your body and your blood that was shed for us on the cross of calvary father as your people partake of this body may we experience of your body and your flesh Anything in our body that is not right, Father, may it be taken away in the name of Jesus. Replace our weakness with your strength. Replace, oh God, dead cells and dead organs and, and organs in our bodies that are sick. Replace them with yours in Jesus' name. Brains that are not functioning normally. Father, as we partake of this bread, let your flesh be in us, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let there be organ transplants. Flesh transplants. Give us new organs in our bodies. Whatever the doctors have said, Lord. We declare, oh God, that we are delivered from them in Jesus' name. Thank you for healing. In Jesus' name. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible says that in the same manner also he took the cup after their sap. He said, This is my blood in the New Testament. He said, as often as you eat this bread, you drink this cup, you do show my death till I come. As we partake of this blood, may every benefit of the cross come upon us in Jesus' name. As you partake of this blood, may the blood be a token over you and your household. In the name of Jesus, 
May your household be delivered. You shall live and not die. To declare the works of the Lord. I declare over you that any evil thing that will come upon you, they will see the blood and pass over you. In the name of Jesus. And I declare as you partake of this blood, anything that is dying in you, be it your own self, anything around you, your business, your marriage, may it receive life in Jesus' name. Be covered and be healed. Receive a restoration of whatever you have lost in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. talk to you and then you come back in China it's okay please go this way so I cherish the old ragged cross oh thank you Jesus till my trophies at last I lay down Cross. And a shed is someday for a crown. Father, we thank you for the power of the blood in our lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh. Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.